Joining us today on Moving Radio is Nadine Medell, the director and producer of a documentary film that's going to be featured as part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. That documentary is called A Wicked Eden. It's a peek into the real and virtual dungeons of women in the niche community of online fetish creators. And you can see it Friday, April 22nd at 9.30 p.m. at the Globe Cinema in Calgary, where Nadine and some other people involved in front of the camera and behind the camera are going to be there as part of a Q&A following that Friday night screening. But if you don't happen to be in Calgary, if you're not able to make it out to the Globe Cinema at that time, you can also stream A Wicked Eden as part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival's online content if you happen to live in the province of Alberta from April 29th to May 1st. Nadine, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. It's you, it's us, it's a collective thing. Yeah, whatever you want it to be. I would say that uh, when I looked at the synopsis at first, I thought, oh, this is the one that's going to jump out at some people that they're like, oh, I got to see that. Do you know what I mean? But let's talk to the audience a little bit like they, maybe they don't have much context of it. And they've just been given a little hint in my description uh, as to what Wicked Eden is about. So that they can maybe start to understand the world of femdom that you present in the film. A Wicked Even is, like you said, it's, you know, it's this deep dive, yeah, just a peek behind the curtains of that online, there's this, this incredibly powerful community of women entrepreneurs who are creating a very specific type of porn, it is quite niche, and this documentary, um, it peeks into that, it peeks into the lives of those women who those creators of this kind of content and um, who they really are they're about what led them to kind of get into this industry yeah I don't know does that answer I'm assuming that for yourself at this point too because uh it's not like you've had a long line of directing projects that deal with the subject matter like this you know this being your first full-length featured documentary uh, there had to be something about this other than maybe just, you know, subject matter, you know, is going to connect with some portion of the audience for sure, because there's already an audience out there for it. What was your inclination to be like, this is a project I want to follow. I have a feeling in watching it for sure. It's about the people involved and not necessarily as some people might assume about sensationalizing it. But yeah, that's absolutely accurate. Of course, when th- there's any kind of project that deals with the subject matter of adult entertainment or sex, there is just an innate sensationalized assumption that goes along with that. So you're right in that sense. I kind of fell into the project. It was just a really interesting set of circumstances, you know, time and place. And I was introduced to goddess Alexander Snow, who is, you know, the star of the A Wicked Eden. And I just, I was really kind of on a journey of female empowerment and there was a lot of injustice happening in the world around women this was when I started on this particular project it was around 2016 so you know there's a lot of things happening in Canada uh, the Gian Gomeshi trial for example um, the uh, Cindy Blaju case in Edmonton those things they were profoundly affecting me and I just, I, the injustice was, it was just causing so much rage in me. And then I was, you know, when I met Alexandra, I just, I saw what she was doing and I was like, wow, you are 
fascinating. You are a fascinating woman. You're an incredible entrepreneur. And then just meeting her as a person and, you know, getting to know her personally, not as her persona, the goddess Alexander Snow. I just, I was like, I was just fascinated by the whole industry and this particular group of women. Um, and, and she introduced me to, you know, many of the people who part, who are in the film, but also lots of folks that she works with and that, you know, were kind of on the peripheral while we were filming, but maybe not in the film. And I just learned so much about the world and politics and, and the obstacles that women face in and out of the sex industry. Just, it's a, categorically women just have an uphill battle. And so, you know, not wanting to sensationalize, but also not having seen or felt like I'd seen true authentic voices of adult content creators. I just felt like it was just all sensationalized, right? So I really wanted to explore and share um, who these women are. Um, with the world and that they're legit badasses. Joining us via Zoom today is Nadine Medell, director, producer of the documentary Wicked Eden. You can catch it as part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival in person on Friday, April 22nd at 9.30 p.m. at the Globe Cinema. Uh, Nadine's going to be there at that screening along with some other people involved with the film. So you definitely want to stick around for the Q&A for that if you are in Alberta, go to calgaryundergroundfilm.org and you can stream it April 29th to May 1st. I mean, there might be this, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit too, this perception from the outside that, you know, uh, there's a lot of judgment attached with what happens in this industry and, you know, to be quote unquote kind of deviant, right? Uh, or people just like, you know, they want to be the person that looks at it from the outside, but internally there's a lot of judgment associated with it. But, you know, I mean, here's the thing and that you talk about, like the numbers associated with what these people do, uh, particularly, like you said, goddess Alexandra Snow and her success uh, tell you that this is not purely just a niche market in any way whatsoever. So um, how do you prepare yourself to address those kind of preconceived notions with the audience before you start filming? Or do you kind of have to leave that to the side because you can't, I mean, you can't really deal with what kind of judgments people are going to make. You just have to worry about how you're going to execute the film. We know that people are going to judge this content. I mean, the women who are involved in creating this content are judged on a daily basis, especially in Alberta, that's, you know, quite conservative. It's been an uphill battle for sure. But the strength that these women have, and I mean, that was inspiring to me as well. And I don't really live my life worried so much about that kind of judgment because people are going to judge. That's not my issue. That's their issue. What I do hope though, is that even if somebody has, you know, preconceived notion or preconceived judgment, that they might be open to it, at least considering that there's, you know, other people out there, like, um, like you said, that uh, it's not necessarily niche and, and you're right. There's a lot of people who partake in various levels of, of kink or, or whatever 
whether they're out about it or not. And, you know, as long as, and just with all kind of sexuality and all gender and freedom, it, consent is really the biggest fundamental in all of that. And, you know, and I, and I think that does come through in A Wicked Eden. And, you know, it was a huge conversation throughout the filming and um, in the world, honestly. I think what you've done with the film, though, as, as you know, somebody is one of those people looking at it from the outside, necessarily, mm-hmm. is that what you've put together and what the people that you have talked to in the film uh, have articulated it like really succinctly in a very sensitive way. And that's what I thought uh, about the film itself is that you do kind of have some of those moments where, you know, you'll probably, I'm sure you've seen it in audiences, you'll get the snickers maybe or something like that, where there'll be the the little uncomfortable giggles about what's happening there or that, you know, that palatable shock maybe. But I think that the overall uh, impression of it is that there is a level of sensitivity and understanding about it. So um, was that a, a balancing act for yourself? And did you feel like, you had to search out people that were going to be able to, to articulate that for you? Or were you just saying like, I'm just going to take whatever they have to say. And, and then I get to walk forward with that. I think it was a lot of things, honestly, you mentioned, you know, an outsider. I am an outsider to this community. And, and I felt like that's kind of what I brought to this project um, was that outsider eye in lens because you know, I was curious about it, but I'm personally, I'm a very sensitive person. You know, I love humans. I love stories. I love experiences. So I just want to know authentic. I want to learn that about people, right? So myself and the, and the, the crew, we all brought a genuine curiosity to it. And, and I think that that does show because one of the hardest things is that these women, when they are approached by filmmakers or other kind of media creators, there has generally more often than not sensationalizing of things. There's an exploitation factor. I wanted to assure everybody who was taking part that, you know, their voices were going to be heard. Their voices were going to be authentic. There's so much you can do in editing. And I I didn't want to do that. With Alex, one of the things that she was in our negotiations and talking was that, you know, she really wanted to have veto, essentially. Um, I gave that to her. And as a filmmaker, you know, most filmmakers, even along the journey, they're like, oh, you never do that. You, you know, you never give the, the subject creative control. And, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't control given, but just out of respect, I wanted to assure everybody taking part that I wasn't just going to be another exploitative filmmaker. And, you know, we cultivated trust, we cultivated relationships. We like, there was a whole bunch of things that really contributed to what you're seeing in that regard, like in the sensitive treatment of the subject. I'm glad you see it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think you must've known you were like, no matter how this turns out before you even start filming and going on this journey with these people, 
that you must have felt like, I know that there's going to be a certain audience for this, that's for sure. But I, I don't know that you ever felt like you're like, oh, I know I have the film here, right? Like that could have happened maybe while you were doing interviews or when you were doing mm -hmm. some filming or maybe an editing process. So when was it when you felt like Nadine, you were like, I think I've got the core of what this film should be, or maybe I've got a better handle on it. So I know how to move forward. Like, what was that kind of one moment for you, Nadine, that it kind of clicked for you that you're like, I have what I want a Wicked Eden to be? I don't know if there was just one moment, honestly. You know, we were filming, we were working on this for a good four years, I guess. The structure was always there. Like the overall, the overarc of the story was always there. You know, things move really, really quickly in their industry and in the adult industry, just with politics, especially in laws. And it just moves really, really fast. At first, we're like, okay, we want to make a feature throughout filming, I was like, you know, this could be a series. This could be an ongoing series because there's so much to unpack. But then in the end, it was like, well, you know, we could continue this for forever. So let's just get something out. Let's just put it together. You know, we've got so much content. Let's kind of go back to what we had initially talked about in terms of what we were trying to get out into the world and then yeah and see how it lands and and move from there you know I knew that there would be an audience but you know we're not really making this film for we we didn't I didn't made this film for the people purchasing the content it was more for larger audience women and that's what I thought about it during the whole process of filming and and editing was that it's to inspire women I think just to be strong, just to be like, whoa, those women are bad asses. And look at what they're doing. They're making fortunes off of dirty pantyhose. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. The main thrust of your film, the main subject of it was uh, Goddess Alexandria Snow, which you've talked about before already. But you know, you also talk to a lot of other women. Uh, some of them were associated with her and others not necessarily directly. Was there ever moments when you were kind of sitting through and going through editing with uh, Nita Strom and Miranda White where you had to kind of make some decisions about the story? Because I thought what you did really well was tell this multi-layered story where you have several different people, but are also able to project a person that the audience can gravitate towards to that is kind of memorable. So were there moments where you're like, oh, this is a really tough decision editing wise or about what we want to show, or maybe just like, that's a line we don't want to get too close to. Talk to us a little bit about those conversations when you're trying to take four years of work and you know try to boil it down into 90 minutes plus it was so hard we had i guess we probably had about 80 hours of footage to really boil down and we had amazing conversations so you know nina and miranda and myself or you know we all have different perspectives and um boundary levels and uh, that kind of thing and it was it was so fun i think to uh <laughs> to work with them and because they weren't there while we were filming. So, so they were, you know, watching all of the content and then seeing some of the clips that were supplied to us by a lot of the women in the film, they were looking through all of those clips to find those little two second pieces of gold that 
would help to tell the story or shock or like you said, or unnerve people. So, you know, we did put a lot of that stuff in there specifically for that uncomfortability factor. Yeah, we had a safe word, uh, Nina and Miranda and uh, Sarah Corey was also, uh, she's an associate producer and she was our post supervisor. Um, she was also working with us in the editing process. And um, yeah, our safe word was pineapple. So even within that creative, you know, you always have to talk about boundaries and, and content. And each one of us, like you said, was drawn to a different character in all of the people that we spoke to in the filming. Um, and a lot of the people that I fell in love with and, you know, we had to cut a lot of people and that was really, really hard. Those are really, really difficult decisions to make because every single person we interviewed who, you know, shared their stories with us, who gave us their time, gave us their heart, opened themselves up to us. Um, you know, some of that didn't make it into the film, which was very difficult to kind of endure um, on a personal level. But in the end, we really felt that we got the, the gold. There's still a lot more gold in this mine of ours, but we do have a lot of stuff. Um, there were a lot of controversial topics that we talked about as well that didn't make it into the film, you know, and some of that was like for safety's sake and it was an interesting journey. We're speaking today on Moving Radio with Nadine Medell, the director and producer of the documentary, A Wicked Eden. You can see it Friday, April 22nd at 9.30 p.m. at the Globe Cinema, where Nadine and some of the other people involved are going to be there for a post-screening Q&A. And if you don't happen to be in Calgary to check it out, go to calgaryundergroundfilm.org from the 21st, or sorry, from the 29th to the 1st of May, and you can see it online. Nadine, I thought one of the most intriguing things about it when I really started to think about it is that you are working with subjects who understand the uh, persona they are trying to project to other people. They are inherently their own kind of directors in certain ways. And even you talking about goddess Alexandria Snow and saying that, you know, you made an agreement with her about talking about Final Cut and and what that meant. Like that tells you the kind of people that you're dealing with, not that they're controlling or obsessive in any way, but just that they are people. And that I think you communicated this beautifully that have a real specific vision about what they want to do and how they understand they're putting things together. This isn't just something, you know, thrown together, right? There's a lot of thought and, and process that goes in behind it. Was that an interesting, you know, because I don't know that a lot of documentarians are dealing with subjects who are almost kind of like directors and have clearly honed personas that they're working on in their own lives. Did that create for you another layer of a challenge in making this film or did it seem more collaborative? I feel like it was collaborative because goddess every single one of these women in the film and the, you know their content creators their media producers they have thousands of videos so they have created more content than I can ever dream to honestly um, they do everything they do the filming they do the editing they do the marketing yes that was the one that was the first thing that on, on our very first trip, when we went to Columbus to the dungeon of Wicked Eden, 
Daddy Des, who in the film, now Goddess Snow's business partner, um, showed me the spreadsheet that Alex had for, she has a spreadsheet for every single video that she's ever put out. I don't know how many columns, there's gotta be like 50 columns. It has the song that was there, like what time the video was released, how many hits, like the analytics, particularly Alex goes through with every single video that she puts out, blew my mind like absolutely blew my mind. And I just was so impressed by the level of detail and specificity in every little move. You know, that's why she's at the top of the game. That's why she's always been at the top of the game because it's not like this world and this content that's being created is not frivolous, even in a little bit, like their search words, their search terms, what time they release stuff is, is so carefully constructed and and created and crafted and I mean it's a machine and it showed me it was like well this is this is how all successful businesses run really is they have this huge back end of analytics and, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in in order to be that successful and that marketable and that financially lucrative there's a lot of behind the scenes that people don't see. And I was so impressed by that because, you know, I've, I've been working in film for, I don't know, 10 years now, you know, I work in as a production coordinator or an AD or, or whatever, I do indie and that kind of thing. And, you know, it's a huge machine, but it's absolutely nothing like this content creation. Like it's, it, it blows my mind. <laughs> and so I, sort of, I'm a lifelong learner as well. And so I was, I took a lot of pointers just in my own business and how I can be more successful myself. Taxes, for example, she knows the ins and outs of taxes and like bank accounts. And it just was, it was mind blowing, you know, just with this level of detail. Um, I did feel like it was a collaboration um, because I felt like, these people were more, more of a creative, not necessarily that, that means that, that sounds like I'm putting myself down, but I'm, they're just a different kind of creator. And I have a lot of respect for them and all of them really. Yeah. And I think that, I think that what you put into the film of Wicked Eden also, it shows that too, right? All you have to do is be paying a little bit of attention. And you'll see that that's definitely your intent. Do you want to talk a little bit about anything with Quick Girl Productions for yourself or maybe like, you know, how people either can connect with the film or maybe some of the other work that you do or that you're about to do? We're hoping to kind of explore this as a series, potentially. This is my first feature length directorial thing. I have a number of scripts that I'd like to get out there. I just, I really love filming and I really love putting plans on paper onto a screen. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping I'm just, you know, working on other shows to make some money and then banking that kind of thing. And then I'll make a few short films, probably hopefully try to get this into a series. I'm a slow, but just the tortoise and the hare is my favorite sort of moral tale. 
Moral right. Yeah. Where, where can people find out more about yourself or about the production company? Yeah. Courtgirl.com. So that's Q-U-I-R-K-G-I-R-L.com is my production company. Yeah. It's, I'm sure at some point you'll, you'll learn, you'll be like, oh, from my subjects, I'm like, I, I will become more uh, comfortable with my shameless promotion. Yeah. Although, yeah, you do, uh, you do have lovely cats from what I've seen on Instagram. They're very nice cats. So I do. As soon as I saw the amount of cat photos, I was like, Nadine has to be a good person. I do. I love my cats and plants, <laughs> and I have my Parker and Otis. They're monsters and hilarious chaos in my home. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're very pro cat here on moving radio so we appreciate that nadine (laughs) all right the film again wicked eden it's playing as part of cuff the calgary underground film festival on friday april 22nd at 9 30 p.m the globe cinema nadine's gonna be there probably a little bit nervous you know watching probably with an audience is always a little nerve-wracking so make her feel comfortable go out there support the film or you can also stream it online as part of the calgary underground film festival you can watch this film individually or others uh it's kind of pay as you go as you watch at calgaryundergroundfilm.org nadine uh thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate uh you taking the time to talk to us about the film thank you so much